Hey guys, welcome to the HKC217 podcast, uh, episode 8, sponsored by uh, Gastite Industries. They're my main Patreon uh, sponsors. Uh, they're going to be on my leathers, my helmet and my gloves. Uh, so thanks to all the support that they're giving me and the team that work there. Uh, this uh, this episode's going to sum up the Pacosta 37 fact, uh, Riders Factory. Uh, and it's going to sum up about that. Uh, and this podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes and all other podcast services. And also it's available on YouTube. So make sure you give us a, a like and subscribe. And I'll see you in a minute. Bye. Yeah, massive thanks to Richard over at uh, GTI. Uh, you'll see the logo on Hutton's, uh, as it says, his race levers and whatever not. Yeah. Uh, Gastite Industries are providing plumbing, heating and gas services to the commercial, industrial, laundry, LPG, commercial slash mobile and catering industries. Wow, that sounds like a proper advert. Yeah. Well, it is a proper advert. Yeah. Again, massive thanks to Gastite Industries. Yeah. You'll see the logo there. Head over to the Facebook page. If you just search for Gas Tight Industries Limited, uh, you, you'll be able to see his page over there. So, massive thank you to Richard and the team. Right. Now that's out of the way, we shall head into. I need to stop turning, don't I? Yeah. Uh, episode 8, which is covering. Ah. Uh first three days in spain and what we did yeah so we had three days out in spain well hudson did mm. and we did um over at Cartagena, <laughs> Gena, uh, which was i don't know what was it like good good training a lot of experience on the bike and a lot of things to learn at the track it there was a big track for the bigger bikes and then there was a smaller track and some training circles and an even smaller track oh, micro trailer. track yeah like micro so yeah so we're going to be covering like what we kind of did over, well what hudson kind of did i was just uh, a slave um so yeah uh amazing experience really um so yeah, we first got over to Spain. Uh, we landed in Alicante Airport. Yeah. Uh, got us a hire car. Um, and then. Headed over to Finstra. Mm. Um, we met up with El Loco, Luca Wilkinson. Uh, they actually flew out there with us. Uh, massive thanks to Steve, who helped us out massively on sorting everything out. Uh, meeting to arrange to load the bikes oh my gosh uh, that was uh that was good so You're steve like digging a tunnel yeah so yeah basically steve helped us out quite a lot there because we'd have struggled to get the bikes on to the lorry heading mm. over to spain so yeah so we got over to spain um checked in his airport got his air car mm. went to finstra where his hotel were first and then we headed back to alicante at six in the morning to meet the lorries that were already there and we had to unload 
the bikes first. I think we got there, if I can remember right, I think it was 8 o'clock. Yeah. We had to do like rider login, rider briefing, meet up with Kirk. Uh, we met up with, who else was that there? With, so, Lewis yeah. Mullin, there was there. Um, uh, Tholi Trevaro, he was there as well. Yeah. Uh, so, I think off of the lorry, we had to get... Um, well, firstly, our bikes were right at the back. Yeah. So that was a pain. So we They're had to like, burrow a tunnel. Yeah, we had right. to dig through in a sea of bikes, <laughs> yeah. bags and stands and stuff, and we had to bury through we had and to... get his bikes back out from very back at Laurie. Well, Adrian's and Lewis's, well, Lewis's was right at like, the very... Up against the wall. Very, very back of the trailer. But all good. Uh, actually, we attacked it pretty well. Uh, everybody worked together. There was, like I say, I think there was, I think there was six bikes and four mini motors coming off for the uh, Cartagena, Cartagena uh, training. Um, yeah, it was. So we bashed on that. It was quite warm in the morning, wasn't it? I can't remember now. Yeah. Uh, we had his own garage. Yeah, we were... had. Yeah, we had his own like. Pit garage. Pit, type pit garage, thing. which was actually on the main track. Pit lane. Um, pit lane. And you could open the shutter and we'd. You were straight on the pit lane. Straight in which pit was, lane. Cool. <laughs> which were amazing. You, and you looked all the way through. Uh, like it was like wire Harris fence meshing. And, and you like could. It from, separated the garages. Yeah, but and you, then could, you could look through and they were like so many I garages. Think, I think they were like, I don't know what number we was, 17 now? 20 no. odd? Yeah, but you could look all the way through the garages as far as the eye could see, and you could see in everybody's garage all the way down, which were I've got an actual photo of that, so I'll put that up. It looks <laughs> pretty pretty epic. So we set up all in there, six bikes. Uh, the other mini motor guys they set up in another I think they were meeting somebody else who were out there, so they set up um a little bit further up, about four garages up. Yeah. Um they set up their mini motors. In our garage we had uh, Hudson, well, Luca, uh, Lewis, Thole, and um, Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah. Got I think right. I've got that name right. Yeah, it is. Who was on a Metricate. Um First time we met that guy, I've actually seen him, but well, I've seen his dad and I've seen him before. I think they've been to a B&B round before, so we have cross paths. I wouldn't say we've talked. Uh, lovely lad. Yeah. Wicked yeah. lad, actually. Mm. Wicked guy as well. So yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Set up, did all his rider sign on, uh, and as scheduled, it run perfectly on time. At ten o'clock, uh, Paco turned up, mm. and we smashed straight onto the track. He did not mess about. Did not mess about. There were no brakes or anything. Just like so, basically straight up. Basically. Basically. Basically, as soon as uh, as soon as he got up onto the track, I think he wanted to have a little look at everybody. Mm. Um, so he set up some drills. I think he just first off, he just spun some. We'll just spun some laps up. Spun some laps. Um, I don't. Was it Pecco on the first day, or was it that, that other guy? No, that was the main guy who is the main guy who runs a training camp. Yeah, on the first day. Yeah, on the yeah. When, when he took me aside to, to do the training circles. Yeah. So yeah, he he was obviously. I think there was three guys. I think in total, uh, two that we seen mainly. When we're out there, but yeah, um, it took him straight up there, smashing laps out ten o'clock, 
no brakes. No brakes. No brakes. You had to designate your own brakes, which I thought were amazing. Good, because sometimes you go to a track day and they put a brake in. There was no sessions. It was not 15 minutes on track, 15 minutes off track by any means. It was like... 10 o'clock while 2 o'clock non-stop. Like, I'm sure... how, How many hours do you think we did... On that first day, you did four. You did ten o'clock, well, two o'clock, which was siesta time. Um, and the only time that you you come off track was to have a little drink in between. And, and the, then and it the would, drink the drink break was like a minute one, long. One minute, and you were already sorting out the next thing to do. So on the first day, you did. Um, it were interesting as well because over the three days, for me, you could see the progress on how much they struggled on some of the. Uh, the technical exercises which was I'll call them the roundabouts yeah I don't know if they're called roundabouts circle apexes just circle apexes interesting little thing that we noticed when we come back that from the drone shot you could see they got smaller and then progressively bigger so I stood on all these circles I stood in the middle of every single one and I never noticed that there was bigger and actually quite a lot bigger mm. I just never noticed. So I stood on these circles, and you'll see, I'll put the drone shot up now. You can see they're actually, like, larger in between. So there's, like, a small, medium, and large. And then there's a painted section for the... uh, So you can experience... It simulates uh, wet conditions, and it's, like, red paint. And there's a full, full circle that's covered in red paint. Then there's half a circle that's covered in red paint and then there's like a quarter so yeah um and i will admit as we went out there in my opinion i think the only person that really um got on with them on the first day were lewis yeah um they were super tight like for hudson it looked like on the first day i don't even know if i've got i might put a video up now hudson like he has stabilizers on um i don't think you could realize that you could turn that bike no you weren't enjoying it, but you persisted on it. Mm. It worked weird massively uh, to help you out on that. Encouraged you, showed you it was possible. Um, I think, like for the first time you went on it, you didn't even get your knee down. No, I didn't. I don't think. I don't think first day, I did. Not round them circles. No, it were it were Not round circles. Bit. And then uh, another interesting thing as well. So it did. It did that. It took you to the circles. It took. I think everybody went on that mini track. So another little yeah. photo that I'll put up or you'll see, I don't know if I've got a photo or any drone shots of that, there's a track and it must be, it might be four foot wide. Um, not, not even four foot. So all them on the first day, they're like, no way, you can't drive around that, no way, no way. And you just like have to like drag it round. Yeah. Like get like proper body position, just like so drag it round. Yeah, on the, on the, first, on. On the first day, Everybody went around that, that mini track. I think nearly everyone fell off. Everybody fell off. They either went right, wide, went into the tyres, crashed into other oncoming riders coming the other way, Yeah. stopped other riders, met other riders fall off because they were going around it too slow. It was difficult. It looked like, for me, when you looked at it, it looked like a kid's track at a theme park that was like four foot, five foot wide that you'd expect a little uh, electric vehicle going round. Absolutely nuts. Apexes and everything on there. A painted section as well. Um, yeah, paint, blue section. And again, proper slippy. I think there was only Lewis who kind of got on well with it. Mm. Everybody else, Thorley, 
uh, everybody fell off that day. And again, it was interesting to see um, everybody going on that and then to see how you were at the end of the three days. At the days. end of the three days, when we were dragging... Wow. Like, you could get... At the start of when we did that small track, you couldn't go round a lap without putting your foot on the floor. Foot on the floor, falling off, crashing into foot, tires, yeah, or like making somebody else wide. fall off, going wide. And he said, if you can stop on that track, use all the track... And just get like go on to apexes. They were mental. Just cut. Very just, like, looked very very track. difficult. Looked very difficult. And, and then, again, they all said it were impossible. And, and then at the end, and then you look at the end of the weekend, yeah. and we can go round there. Well, without I'll, putting your feet down I'll, and dragging I'll, it right back. I'll put on some yeah. clips of that. Obviously, on the so we're on about the first day. Or so yeah, I think it was uh, engaging where you were, maybe to show you where you're going to progress as well. I don't know if that were part of his plan. Uh, to show you how you were on your first day and then you go back to that on the, well you work on all that stuff over the three days and then you think well I couldn't do that on day one and now I can do that on day three I don't know but it definitely for you as we'll show in the videos it like it improved body positioning it changed a lot of things in your style of riding yeah. there where you were like all oh, right you could do that it was low speed if you did fall off, which you had a few falls, you had a mm. few falls on circle. Mm. You had a few. I don't think you had any falls on main track, did you? No. The main track was know. quite tight. It, it, yeah, it was like. I would say yeah. it was. I guess if you were to equivalent it somewhere, uh, what would you say? Like fat. It's probably as wide as fat cats. Uh, maybe a car and a half wide. It's not that wide, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was tight. It, it went back on tight, itself. Went, yeah, it went back on itself. Tight it, corners, five, probably six or seven different types of could, corners. You could drive it uh, backwards. You did it. You did it in reverse. There were another painted section out there. Going back to the painted section. Yeah, they were like the main track of it, and then you could. They were like a middle track that connected to the big track. So that it were painted. So the the painted thing, Hudson touched on a little bit, is that it was literally a painted section, which is. Obviously, a change of grip uh, out in Spain. <laughs> Allegedly, they don't have a lot of rain. Um, when we went, they, they did. There was a bit of rain when we went, but yeah, on these painted sections, it replicates, well, loss of grip, basically. So on them sections, as you ride in from tarmac onto that, I presume it's to simulate wet conditions a little bit. Um, you, could, you said to me you could definitely feel it wet on the main track when you it went from the main tarmac yeah. to the blue mm. so there was one i don't think it was tight corner it was just a long sweeping corner but it was all blue mm. painted um everybody were really tentative around there um because of the grip that had lost so again obviously in spain they they do it it was a massive eye-opener to all us what we've seen out there but yeah that first day I think it went really well. It was a yeah. shock, uh, even to Hudson, who's considerably fit and got good stamina. He did not start. I'm, I'm not even exaggerating here. From ten o'clock till two o'clock, so we know why they have siesta. So from ten o'clock till two o'clock, it was non-stop, non-stop. Then they had a two-hour break where you're thinking, oh man, that's that's a lot of time off that. But the well, kind of, you kind of needed that. You, yeah. You needed that. They did amazing food there. Yeah, they they had a 
What did you have? Yeah. Spaghetti bolognese yeah. three days in a row. Um, from like a little. It was like a, like a food hut. Food hut and a, and a gazebo. She's come and took orders for everybody, asking what time you were having a break for. What what um, what um, what pit paddock uh, were you oh, in? Yeah. What pit garage yeah. was you in? So she come and ask that. You can book it in. They come and bring it. It was amazing, actually. Mm. Really good. I didn't think it was going to be very good at the track. Expecting just were... chips and chicken nuggets. But yeah, the, he had uh, spaghetti bolognese and Luca as well. Yeah, I think they had delicious. spaghetti ev- ev- every day, which were amazing. I'm sure he were like homemade. So yeah, so they had the siesta break. Sorry, we're battering about there. So mm. they had the siesta break. Two while four. And then four while, I think, probably half six. Probably six o'clock, actually. Yeah. So you had another two hours after siesta time. Um, and then Kirk come along. And I think this obviously was arranged by Paco that um, we didn't know this was going to happen. They said, right, you can go to Big Track. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Like, so we didn't know that was going to happen. So we rushed down to the garage. Uh, obviously, we knew that we were doing this training. So we'd all had uh, short gearing on. Mm. Not that we messed about with the gear. Well, we didn't mess about with the gearing. I think me, me and Steve. I forgot what you had on there, but we just put shortish gearing on. Yeah. We knew it weren't a massive trike, and we knew it were going to be drills. Um, and then obviously they said, right, okay, you're going on big trike. Um, so we rushed back. So we had to rush back gearing. to the garage, and we had no warning whatsoever. We had to change all change the gearing as quick as possible and put on the longest gearing that we had and actually I had to borrow did I borrow Adrian's or Lewis's they were Lewis's I, I, I wasn't putting it on to be yeah, honest with like, the, I was too busy worrying that we weren't going to get on yeah track. we had to like panic put it on everybody was changing all the gearing putting it on, on as long as possible because it wasn't the full um, Carter Henna track it, it was, was like half of it but it was like the long, massive, long sweeping corners. Long sweeping corners, probably. I wonder. I don't know if it was biggest track they've ever been on. Would have been interesting to look at. It's the, bigger than Pembury. You think it was bigger than? Pembury? Yeah. It'd be interesting to have a look just, at what your lap time was on you, there, or the distance. It'll say the distance on, on your Alfano, mm, if it was longer. At than, Pembury, it's like one point summit of a mile. Yeah, it must have been longer than that. I've not even looked at the lap times. It went all the way down, like underneath. Yeah, the it were a long, it were a long lap for dads to be waiting on the side, for to see if your son had come back round again. Yeah, so yeah, but they were they thought it was an amazing experience. Like we, so on the reverse of that, we shut the back garage, opened the front garage, and rolled straight out onto pit lane, and, and then, straight onto the track. Which, mm. for me, well, I was only watching, but it was pretty epic watching that. I managed to go in the middle of the track. With that much of a panic, not one single person put on a GoPro. Mm. Me, Steve, Louis, nobody, not even a, a thought. Nobody, nobody did that. I had my drone there. Uh, I was just too busy trying to watch him on the track, so I didn't even get the drone out. I recorded a little bit of footage from the track. Steve were uh, up on the top. Mm. And it was amazing, weren't it, really? He had a good few laps. Hudson was the only one on a 110. I think Lewis... Lewis and Thorlet and Luca were on the 160s. But I were 
tagging on with them. And you were like tagged along with them, really, yeah. In fact, you had a big, I think you caught up with Thorley. I caught up with Thorley and me and Thorley had a battle and then... I think Thorley realised... Thorley realised how fast you could go around the track. Yeah, because... Because Th- I, I would... I was beating him at the start of the session on a 110. He was like, huh. Yeah, I think he like, like, oh, it opened his eyes faster. a little bit. And then Hudson, and then Thorley went past. And you were just probably about, I'd say maybe six seconds behind him at the end. And then Thorley caught up with uh, Luca, Lewis. Or oh, did they come round? Yeah, they come round, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Luca and Lewis came round. And, and Thorley like, all oh, right, Thorley I should were be like, with them. I should be with them. Yeah, so Hudson got left a little bit behind there, but you did really, you did really well. To say, yeah, to say, to say you were on a 110. Amazing. Absolutely mind boy. So we rolled in there, uh, and that was end of day one, which were pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then we went back to a hotel that we booked in Cartagena. Cartagena. Um, with Steve. Uh, and look, would have it that. Thorley's dad were in the same hotel mm. with um, Gideon and Thorley they were in the same hotel and Isaiah they were in the same hotel although yeah they were in the same hotel we just didn't they come in a different way in the morning oh. unless I don't know if they're in the same I hotel don't, I don't think we, we see... met him at breakfast though yeah we did meet him at breakfast anyway so I yeah they, they were all there so we had a drink after um, had a little chat Obviously, we got up at six in the morning. They were wiped out. In fact, me and me and Steve went downstairs. Mm-hmm. Luca and Hudson stayed up in the room. You were chilled, and we come up about half an hour later, didn't we? We yeah. were wiped out too. So that was the end of an exciting day one. And obviously, day two, we headed straight back to the track. Weather did not look good. It was raining on the way to the track. Um, the trainer come up in the morning saying, "What do you want to do?" Uh, the schedule said it was going to rain all day. Mm. So we were kind of like, oh man, shall we go, shall we not go? But we stuck it out. Mm. Round about half past ten, eleven o'clock-ish, it, it stopped. And then we... And the wind was blowing like crazy. Um, you you thought it might dry up at this point, so then we all... I we rounded all up the round. troops. I ra- it was me. I rounded up the troops. I were confident that it was mega. I don't think nobody realised though. When you went up to that top bit, it was, it was warm still, mm, and the and wind the was wind. blowing so much that it were it were going to dry. So we had a little look. Obviously, the rain stopped. Got a couple of sweeping brushes. Um, I was like, let's get it sweeps off. Sent you out, you and Lewis and Thorley. <laughs> me, me and Isaiah went in every single garage. Walked in and asked if they had a sweeping brush. Sweeping brush. In and fact, you got f- a squeegee, didn't you? We. we and I found a squeegee and it just like soaked it all up. Oh, it was amazing, that. It were amazing. So all the kids and everybody then, we all chipped in, sweeped off what we could. You could see that it was drying then. So by about 12 o'clock, um, it, it, may, it might have been before then. I don't know what time. I'll have to look at the photos. But it dried up. Mm. In fact, we, were re- we was lucky because we had ours. So me and Steve confident that we'd be able to go on the track up there mm. um so like that's kind of a man and steve's motivation pretty much to do it anyway but it did dry up it did dry and up that, and you the, guys and went on a little bit earlier before it fully dried we but, were like guinea pigs and then but him and luca went on 
and we didn't have no trainer there, but we just we, cop- just, we, we just copied what we did the day before. So, so yeah, we went up there. We talked talked to him. He was like, "Do you want me to come back and whatever not?" And we were it were meant to be raining back in the afternoon, which it did. But we went up there. He had we had I think he had like another three hours or two and a half hours mm-hmm. on track, basically replicating all drills that we'd done on the first day. Um, which it wasn't rocket science when you're seeing what they did. And actually, Hudson, Luca, probably Thorley, definitely Hudson and Luca, you benefited massively from not having the pressure of the trainer there. I'm not saying that he was... Uh, pressuring. He, I'm not saying he was pressuring. But, but we could stand out on these circles and actually Hudson and Luca and Isaiah you got extended goes on that because mm. you basically did laps and laps around it as long as you wanted to do it where other ones were going on big track. We just had the whole training area to ourselves. Yeah, we just had the full light facility. Yeah, so us, that was a massive, yeah. for you, massive benefit because you smashed it round on them circles. And I, ma- I mastered drilled them it, Drilled it, drilled it, drilled it, drilled it, drilled it. And I think that as much as I think you needed that day like that, we, I'm not saying it was me, Steve were helping as well. Uh, we did we did some hot laps with Steve, mm. which we'll show you some videos there mm. that were good. Where were you versus Luca, which is replicating what uh, Paco did on the first day. Again, one stop replicating starts, replicating stalls on the grid. Um, that's what Steve put in, which were really mm. good. Um, Luca nearly wiped me out with camera as I stood in the middle of the track where there were. I'll put that video up as well. So I'm stood in the middle of the track. Uh, Luca's aiming for my dad. Hudson, Luca's there. Luca comes to overtake Isaiah, and I have to, I have to swerve out of the way. I'm not kidding. I have to do a (laughs) roll. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Needed that. Positive day. Considered that it was meant to be raining non-stop. Uh, We didn't have to pay for that day. I don't believe as well. So, but it was like we had all the training grounds to ourselves. Yeah. And it weren't a day wasted. Two or three hours on track, smashing the drills that we'd seen. Um, and I think you were impressed when he, when we met up again on day yeah. three um, that how much they changed again because the the days, the improvement were... Some of the videos are the slow-mos on when they're going past and you can see the body position, which you'll have seen these on the other videos, the Hudson's one. Like there's Hudson, Isaiah... Uh, Luca and um, Lewis um, slow mowing past. That is on that second day. That is on that second day. Some of them videos where we were allowed where to, we, where we're just spinning up laps on the and circles. messing around, trying to get their elbow down. Amazing, uh, and it were a massive positive that second day. Yeah. So yeah, we moved on to third day. Uh, more drills, more lap times. He did um, one shot laps. He did a few drills, which was. Uh, he did a slalom race on the circles, yeah, which were good. Uh, so there were basically, I think there were nine circles. Uh, two, there was basically one team versus another team. Yeah, you had to do a. I think you had to do a. A, fo- a three sixty round each circle. Yeah, and round each one, like circle one. and round. And really innovative. Like as much as you think, uh, they're only circles. Like he had so many different things that you could do. Like, and we did this on the second day as well. They were like, putting cut, uh, he'd, he'd, he'd lift the tires and say, right, it was only a, it was only a mesh of eight, uh, nine circles. But 
you could like weave in weave out like make a cross shape it's hard it's hard to explain it really but you could make like a plus shape by weaving in and out of the the center dots yeah. on each one if you think of it like a dice that's the best way that i can explain it yeah is that the best way to explain yeah. it so you, oops so you circled in so we did all them drills he did all them drills again and then he introduced some new ones on the third day which was opposite and completing three sixes on there where again um it would definitely impressed on how much you could put your knee down you could do we were doing a game where we were on the second day mm. where you were hitting the apex on these circles and doing a full complete circle like a game like do, 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 and like ticking it off you know by having your knee yeah. down on the full apex of the full circle and like get, getting your knee down like on the all the way around the all full way around on the apex of, of the 360 yeah and they were tight it was really it was really tight so yeah that were really good um the games were good he did um another game which whatever i've called it uh the long the long lap leader drill the long that's a good leader. explanation yeah so basically Even there was like a figure figure of eight it wasn't around the circles it was on the track on the track yeah and you were like a bit in the middle of the track it was like a figure of eight and if you imagine on like whoever got, was leading whoever was leading they had to take a long lap around an extra tire so all the normal like in second place and fourth place and so ever uh went round the normal bit but the leader had to go round there and like rejoin and rejoin like at the back and, or, or in between like, it depends how fast you took the corner it were mayhem at first and then it started raining halfway through so you, you kind of just got it right yeah that that we was got it, we got it right and then if you can imagine like four people doing like this crazy thing oh in the my rain gosh slipping out and drifting getting their elbow down just about just for about five five seven probably ten minutes so you had a good go at it for a little bit and we've seen it before and you kind of just everybody just started to get to the the gist of it and it started spinning i i didn't i've not even got no footage of it because we were just watching it it was it was it was mental it was it was it were i wouldn't say it was i wouldn't say it was scary to watch you were a bit hesitant to join in like obviously there were like Lewis and whatever not. It was a, a little tight track, but you did have a go at it. Uh, but yeah, was, I think Thorley fell off, Isaiah fell off, Luca, Luca fell, fell off. off. You were the only one who didn't fall I off. I fall off. But it was a good drill, good, good like following wow. the line. Good following drill. They were so close. Uh, you might have seen some videos on like t- um, the tires were like that between each other and you'll have seen like something if you look online you'll have seen some other people doing this exact drill it were mayhem and i somebody uh, i need somebody to actually send me the videos of that because i've not even got no videos i don't know if uh, gideon recorded it i don't steve's not got any because he sent me all this footage maybe his eyes has got it don't know send it me if you've got it because i'll put it on this video now uh but yeah and that kind of were a wrap because it rained. Um, we didn't know if it were going to stop raining. It was siesta time then, so it was two or four. Um, and we made a call. We looked at the weather. We and said there were no chance of going back on the big track. 
And at that point, when uh, Pecco actually called stop because the rain were getting too bad and too many... Yeah, we we just knew it were done then. It weren't particularly hot that day, I don't think, on that third day. Thorley so, came off like a lap before. Well, he didn't fall off. He came into pits and he was like, it's too slippy. And then the lap after, uh, Pecco said, no, 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 it's raining That's too it, much. We're done. So that 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 concluded that but what an amazing experience really good yeah um and yeah it were a shame i wouldn't say it were a shame it ended like that it would just it is what it is we didn't have the bestest of weather out there but i definitely think we took advantage of what we did have or what you did have i mean i mean like to go on the main track and to train like that I think that that stood you in massive, like it changed your, like I said, you can see on these videos, um, the riding styles change. Um, we've been joking since when we've got bike, like saying, um, it's like Hudson, like Mark V now. <laughs> Me and Steve have been saying it's a new version of Hudson's riding. So yeah, really good. Good experience. Excited. Yeah. Good experience Lot, on a big track. Lots of track time. Lots of track time. Lots of track time. So, yeah, that pretty much concludes it there. So then we loaded back up the lorry. Yeah. Packed it all back in. Had to get all metric kits back in. Can you remember all that? Yeah. And we didn't think we, we didn't think we were going to be able to. We loaded the bikes a little bit different um, from when we from when we unloaded it um, because it was going to be a massive pain to get all the bikes to the back again. So we moved all the boxes to the back. We had faith on what we were doing, Adrian. Um, loaded it back up, closed the doors, and off we travelled on his next part of his little adventure, which will conclude. Well, we'll put on next week's episode. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was Cartagena. Yeah, the first with Lewis Mullen, Hudson Cooper. Luca, Luca Wilkinson, Wilkinson Zaya, Divine. Divine. Wow. I pulled that one from nowhere. Zaya Divine and um, Tholi Travero. Raul! So, yeah, that concluded that. So, yeah, that was a pretty amazing experience. Um, so, that's that. Yeah. Pretty Good. much concludes it all. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've touched everything there. We've not missed anything, have we? So, yeah, we'll move on from there. So that's that's the end of that bit. So we'll move on here to actually talking about the MotoGP Fantasy League. Fantasy League. Wow. So that was a little idea that I had uh, while we are in Spain. I think I don't know if I did it just before I went out to Spain. Yeah. Um, put it out on Twitter, put it out on Facebook, put it out on Instagram. Maybe thought there might be, I don't know, five people joining, <laughs> six people joining. But no. But we have 54 people joining. So From all over the world. So, yeah, so basically I put out a post. Um, somebody, one of Hudson's sponsors, which is um, the Soul Plane Car Company, uh, they said that they would um, provide like a £20 gift voucher for uh, a website, mm -hmm. I forgot what the website is now, but yeah, it's a card playing website. Um, and they 
so they kindly donated that. RW Paintworks, which is a new one of Hudson sponsors, they've, they've, they've thrown in some stuff. We don't know what we've got yet. Yeah. We don't even know if we're just going to do first, second or third place. What I didn't expect is how many people have joined. So 54 people have joined, and it's not just people that we know, it's people from around the world. So somebody's going to have to pay some postage costs. So we're two rounds in. You can still join mm. if you want to join. Uh, it's free to join. Uh, it's just for fun. You might win something. So we're going to read out the top... 10 yeah top 10 yeah. top 10 riders so in first place from portugal is f f nuno 34 with 181 points actually quite far in lead there mm. uh, in second place is kids are mean <laughs> kids uh, are kids are mean yeah are, um, from america from the US of A, 167.5 points. In third place is uh, Ear Team. Ear Team, yeah. Ear from team. Portugal, 167 points. In fourth place, S unbelievably, is S20, S20 Racing. Racing. Which is uh, Hudson's uncle, well, uncle um, Dan Grice, who also is a sponsor as well. Yeah. From S20 Doors and Floors. So, well, he's embarrassing me, put it that way. So he's in fourth place with 162 points. And in fifth place, unbelievably again, is this guy. So I've not helped him. Clearly not, because look at where my team is. He's in 37th or something. We've got to talk about where I am. So <laughs> Hudson's picks, uh, 159.5 points. And then... Again, just by coincidence, from Rambo Racing, who is a guy who sponsors, um, who's a so playing, so playing card company guy. He's Rambo Racing. He's in sixth place with 158 points. In seventh place is Team DJ, JD, from, from England, 157.5 points. I'll put this graphic up, obviously, by the way. Um, in eighth place is Gas Abyss from in India or Indonesia. Indonesia. I think it's Indonesia. Indonesia, that I think. Yeah. 155 points. And uh, Grozu from Poland, 153 points. And then Promizia Racing from Italy on 147 points. Which is, well, that's that's just amazing in itself, that. Um, just to reel off some of the countries where some of these places are from. This is just blow my mind. Let's, so, have, a look, let's have a look where some other people so are. So just from. to tell you where some of these people, obviously we've done the top 10 up there. So uh, SH team from Spain. There's a single team from Turkey. Um, there's Bran Isks from ZAF. Where's that? Is that... Is that Zimbabwe? Yeah, ZAF. What's the F for? No idea. ZAF. Put a I comment. Don't. Put a comment if you know where that's from, because I don't know where it's from. Uh, Portugal, Austria, Australia, Estonia. Uh, KRBN from Estonia. Uh, another another guy from the USA. Uh, Austria. 
Italy, Spain, India, Hong Kong, Portugal, France, Thailand, Bardic from Canada, uh, another one from, two more from Indonesia, one from Spain, uh, and in fourth, and the, and, the last, and the last place is from England. Now, where am I? Let's have a little look. You're 30-something. No, I've just seen you. 34th. What an embarrassment. 54 points from two rounds. Oh, my 54. God. 54? I'm, I'm on 100 and... Is that right? 54. Oh, it's not 54. No, sorry, sorry. What one is it? I'm on... Um... Oh, El Loco Racing. He, uh, that's Luca. He's on 125. I don't know if Steve's on there as well. He might be. I don't know. Where's Steve's? I don't know if Steve's on there. RW Paintworks. Well, they've done one as well. Uh, 118 points. Yeah, 136. Anyway, I'm doing terrible. 119.5 points I'm on. So, yeah. Link's there to join. It's totally free to join. You can join after as well. Don't yeah, really matter. Don't really matter. Just for, It's just for fun. Just for fun. Um, and it's, it's fun just choosing. Choosing and swipping like, and like changing. Being, it's like being a... a team manager so yeah so that concludes that that's the uh, MotoGP Fantasy League yeah um, so that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode yeah yeah so don't forget to li- you can listen to this podcast on Spotify iTunes and all podcast services if you listen to this podcast we also do a YouTube edition which is what we're doing now as well mm-hmm. um, where we're showing video of what we're talking about so that's if you're a podcast listener and if you're watching this on YouTube we also do an audio edition which is on all podcast services Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe don't forget to share if you can yeah wherever you can wherever you can leave a review Um, really appreciate it Uh, add a massive um, uptake on Hutton's Facebook Instagram, YouTube over the last 30, 40 days. Big numbers on YouTube especially. Yeah. Um, being amazed by the response. Some of these videos have gone, not these videos, but some of the Acosta videos have, have got a lot of views. Mm. Um, and it's starting like to build up his channel. So please like and subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube as well. It yeah. really helps. Uh, also, all us in socials, if you just search for HKC217. Pretty much anywhere it should <laughs> pop up, uh, but the actual username is at Hudson Kai Cooper. And you'll see the link or the name below. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. See you in the next episode. Thanks again. Bye. See, see you later. Bye.